There's pigeons. Um, what? It's pigeons. Pigeons. Oh. <laughs> we don't. We don't need to explain that. Okay. Good. Pigeons. Uh, pigeons. 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 Everybody. Pigeons. 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 Nice. I think we're ready. Are we ready to start? Yeah. Hello. Welcome back to This is a Terrible Place to Live. I'm David, and this is... I'm John. Hi, John. Hi. So... What are you doing here? Uh, this is my house. Huh. All I right. Know. I know. Weird. Uh, I apologize for the background noise. There's a lot, and I have no idea where it's coming from, so... Uh-oh. Yikes. Is it that, that did help? not minimize it at all, so... Anyway, um, I will cut it out and post as much as possible. It's probably my fan, but I'm not going to turn it off. Yeah. You, get, you better make that... That loud and crisp in the in the final cut. Is that a cucumber <sighs> one? You got a cucumber LaCroix over there? No, it's cherry lime. Oh, it's a lime. I don't, it looks like it's a cucumber. cucumber one, but I don't like it. Um, I didn't know they made cherry lime ones. It looks... I haven't seen that kind of can either for LaCroix. I, don't, I haven't seen the tall boys like that, you know? This, this is the type I've been getting for like forever. I guess I haven't gotten LaCroix at your house. And I, I like LaCroix now. Oh, okay. Interesting. We talked about this, that I like LaCroix now. I, maybe. You know... Well, we talked about first that I like Ahas. Mm -hmm. I started with those. Those were a gateway drug. And then I went, wait a second. LaCroix are, are all right. They're basically the same. Yeah. Once you, once you like one, you kind of like them all. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm not happy about... I like those now, and I also like um, flavored Red Bulls. I haven't had the original one. I, I had a, I wasn't an energy drink person before. Mm -hmm. So re, I got on Alani New. Have you had those? No, I haven't had any of the flavored Red Bulls at all. Well, okay. So well, no, Alani New is like a different like energy drink brand. Oh, I've never even heard of it. So I, I was having those for a while, and I was like, these are good. And then... Um, I saw like a thread on Twitter of like people's like favorite energy drinks. And I was like, I wonder if people agree with me that like the Alani new ones are the best ones. So I was just like scrolling through to like see if anyone else was like saying what I was thinking. But no one was. But I saw a lot of people saying those watermelon Red Bulls, that shit hits. And I was like, okay. I was like, okay, I like watermelon. And it, there are people saying like, even if you don't like energy drinks, try out a watermelon Red Bull. It tastes like a melted Jolly Rancher. And I was like, I like Jolly Ranchers. So I tried it. And then there was a week where I had one every single day. I'd go to a gas station, I'd get one. I was hooked instantly. Then I saw, I saw the white ones there and I went, oh, they've got coconut berry flavored ones. I like coconut. Tried that one better than the watermelon one. <laughs> there are other ones. That I haven't tried. Oh dear. There. Okay, so there's like a blueberry one. I'm kind of wary of that because artificial blueberry flavor is like really rare that you find a good one. Would you agree? That's fair. So then, 
Um, there's like a peach nectarine one, but Olivia said that one's bad. So I was like, okay, I'll steer clear of it. I might try it at some point though, just to see if, if Olivia's wrong. But I mean, it really depends. I, I haven't found a lot of peach drinks that I think taste all that great. Yeah, I, I think that's probably true. Um, there's a green apple one. I like green apple. I'm going to, I think I'll try that one soon. It's green apple kiwi. I might get that one tomorrow. This is reminding me of when I was really into Mountain Dew. I remember that. Really, really fucking into Mountain Dew. Yeah. And when, I was into their energy drink ones. And every time they got a new one, I'd try it. And then I'd have like, I'd drink at least four of them before I made a decision on it. Um, I remember when they had green label, because that was when I worked at Subway. Mm-hmm. And I'd go over to like the grocery store to get those. That green label stuff was good. I didn't particularly care for green label, but I loved black label. Black label wasn't as good, but it was pretty good. And I thought white label was eh. I don't even think I tried that one. It was like lemon, which is basically just regular Mountain Dew, but it was like energy drink Mountain Dew. Were those supposed to be energy drinks? Yes. They weren't marketed that way. So the Kickstarter marketed as energy drinks. Yeah. And the, the black label, white label, green label weren't really marketed like that, but they were definitely canned that way. So those like larger cans... Mm-hmm. were the ones they started using those for the energy drinks yeah um, and they stopped carrying the regular mountain dew in those size cans huh so i i think they were trying to pass them off as energy drinks but i think they were just regular mountain dew but come that's on, that's what i was saying mountain dew is basically an energy drink well because my understanding of it was that i'd only recently liked an, any energy drink so like i was like okay but then if those, I don't know if those were energy, those so were just like be, big sodas. To be fair, I don't think even the kickstarts really count as an energy drink, even oh. though they technically are. Wasn't there also like the gamer one with like the weird opening? Like, it's like, they have like instructions on it for how to open it because it's so fucking complicated. It's got like a, it's like pull it back and then like lift it up and then move it forward. And then it's like resealable. You remember those? Uh no. I know there are monsters that did that. No. Um I don't I don't know. I forget what those were called. Hang on. Um Oh yes, yes, actually I did, but uh that was right when I quit drinking soda. I bought three of them from the store you worked at. Yeah. And then I drank one of them and then I quit soda for good. And I didn't try the rest of them. Okay, yeah, yeah. It, it's called Mountain Dew Game Fuel. Yeah. I don't Game see Fuel. those anywhere anymore. I don't either. Um, I did, yeah, no, I tried the first two flavors, which were not resealable, and then they came out with three more with the resealable lids or whatever, and I bought them, all three of them, and left them in my mom's fridge when I moved out and was like, I'm not drinking soda, so you can throw those away. (laughs) But yeah, I never tried those. What if your mom wanted to drink some game fuel? Get her game on. You know, now more than ever. Call of Duty. Now more than ever, my mother might. You think so? <laughs> she she works so long that she does drink a lot of things that she never would have before. So. Oh, I thought you were saying that like she's getting into gaming, needs the fuel. No, unfortunately. That's something I've never understood with like G Fuel, this Mountain Dew Game Fuel, that stuff. It was like, why do gamers need so much energy? <laughs> they got to have enough energy to keep their eyes open while they're gaming, obviously. But like... Once you've been gaming to the point where you're falling asleep, I've never been like, I gotta keep going. 
That's true. I don't I don't really understand. I can't stop now. Okay, but have you ever had one of those like have you ever had a vacation where like you were doing stuff all the way like up till vacation and then you mm-hmm. had like a week off and you did nothing for that entire week and you mm-hmm. were just dead? Like every year for Christmas for me, there's like maybe a week where I do nothing and I feel more exhausted than when I was doing stuff. So maybe it's that gamers sit around and just play games all day. They get so tired from doing nothing that they have to drink energy drinks. Oh, it's it's it just for them to break even, like to counteract the lethargy that they get from just... <laughs> to, to hit even the slightest like level of boost. They need so much energy. <laughs> It's weird though, because it seems like there's overlap between like the things that are marketed to um, extreme sports people and then gamers, which are just so far like polar opposites. It's like either you're doing fucking BMX tricks, or see, but you're as just a kid, as clicking. a kid, I thought because I didn't do either. Uh-huh. I didn't have video games or do any sort of you weren't doing mad x games tricks no unfortunately i did try but i did fail um i did assume that those were the same people the like video gamers and the skateboarders i assumed it was the same people as a child well like i think there's overlap for sure because like there's not like a specific like archetype for like only these people play video games right like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah but like the hardcore gamers oh yeah yeah like gamer culture gamer sure. culture and i think it's because of the advertising but i also think it's like i think it may have been like more true when the advertising mm-hmm. when we were younger like back then that there were like those like it was the same group of people that did both yeah. like skateboarding and like video games and then it kind of split as those became more developed in their um, extent. Um, I don't know. Is it, we're, we're way off topic. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. This episode's about Looney Tunes back in action. <laughs> we, can, we can tie it back, though, because Brendan Fraser in this movie is into an extreme sport of a certain kind. Oh, that is Stunts. Correct. Stunts, Yeah. I feel like there was also an energy drink plug at one point, but I in the don't movie? remember. Yeah. There was a bit of branding here and there, and I didn't really write it down, but I did remember being like, this movie's kind of branded, but like, you know. Well, I mean, the whole movie is just an ad for Warner Brothers. Exactly. Yeah. But also being like, man, those Warner Brothers, we don't like them. They fired Daffy Duck. Can I, can I say this movie is like, a really fucking weird ad for Warner Brothers for me. Like, yeah. I don't understand. This movie... Okay, so, like, people... When when Space Jam 2 came out, people were talking about how it felt like an IP showcase where they were just like, look at all the properties we own. Yeah. But this movie is also that. This movie has a fucking Dalek in it. Yeah. It has Solomon Grundy. Yeah. They really went cra- I, I, they went crazy in that uh, Area 51 <laughs> section there. They really wanted to go. I, yeah. I just I oh my goodness. I I it was really the Dalek that made me lose my mind. Um 
the I mean the whole movie as like a on a plot level is insane. <laughs> like I don't know who we can find out right now who wrote it. Um it's probably multiple people. Yeah, um I so I do know that this was supposed to be like after they had made Space Jam, they're like, this was a big hit. We got to like replicate this, but it needs to be like a new genre type thing. It can't be another sports movie. So they were going to do like a spy movie. They're going to do like. Yeah, I feel like um, I think blank check. They talked about the kind of the history when they were doing their Space Jam 2 episode. And I got some information there that I didn't didn't uh, know existed. Um. So um, it was written by this guy Larry Doyle, who is known for it. it just lists one writer. Um, he's known for The Simpsons, I Love You, Beth Cooper, and Duplex. Other than this, I guess he was. Oh, it says those are all producer credits. Um, Let's see. He's written a few things. Before this, he had written Liquid Television, Rugrats, Beavis and Butthead, uh, Daria, Simpsons, Duplex, and then it was Looney Tunes back in action. After that, he only has like three credits. Interesting. So what? So John, okay, let's get into the background of this. Uh, I watched this movie a lot as a kid for some reason. We had it on DVD. Um, I don't know how we got it. It's not the kind of thing that my mom would go buy. I, I uh, have a guess. You have a guess of how, how we got, got it? it? Yeah, because this is the type of thing that. If, if my family had had something like this, I know exactly where it came from, and that is the library bookstore. No, actually, no, because I remember the case. It didn't have like any like library stickers that weren't like removed, you know? I bought a, a lot of stuff that didn't have library stickers. No, all of the stuff that we had from the library still had the stickers on it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because that's my the only Looney Tunes too. I had as a child was. Um, a Tweety Bird movie. It was like the best of Tweety Bird. And it was oh, nice. from the library bookstore. And it didn't have any like library markings on it. But there is some good stuff you could get there at the at the library bookstore. Yeah. So I guess that's not how you got it. But that is that is how if I had this movie, I guarantee that's where it would have been from. I, I don't know how it came into our home, but it was there. And it was a staple. We would we'd put this on in the old DVD player. Um, and I just sit back and go, I don't know what most of these jokes mean. Cause like, it's very referential. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the whole bit about Brendan Fraser playing Brendan Fraser. It's a good joke. It's a really good joke, but no kid is going to get that. There's a, an extended psycho sequence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When da Daffy Duck's office is cleared out, there's a voodoo doll of Bugs Bunny in it. I saw that, and that was the first time I got it. I went, that's pretty funny that he's just got a, a Bugs Bunny voodoo doll. 
I, this is my first time seeing this and I actually really enjoyed it despite also being like, this is really stupid. Like, yeah, obviously, but like, it was surprisingly funny. It's, there are some well-written jokes in there. Yeah. Like, and here's the thing. I didn't like Space Jam, uh-huh. which is the one that everyone like heralds. Space Jam, trash. This movie's better. This movie's better. I don't know what to tell you. It just is. Um, I may have rated them the same thing, though, because I was just like, eh, kid's movie. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, this movie's better. It was funnier. I I enjoyed it. It is. And I was like, why yeah. have I never seen this? I don't know. I think it. I think it was a real flop. That's the impression that I get. Um, that uh, it didn't do as well as it uh, as it should have. Um, let me pull up the box office numbers here. I I liked some of the understated jokes while you're looking that up. In the beginning, uh-huh. um, he rips a badge off of his shirt and then he gives the shirt back. <laughs> He's like, you're stripped of duty and rips the badges off his shirt. And then he immediately takes the shirt off and hands it back to him. <laughs> I found it. Okay. So the budget was $80 million and the box office was 68.5. Mm. So it didn't, the box office didn't make a break even. With home sales, it might have made a profit, probably made a profit. I would guess it probably had to, right? Like, there's no way a Looney Tunes movie didn't at least make profit. Well, in there's a certain thing of like, how can you say how much of merchandising would be like due to this movie? Because Looney Tunes are already like recognizable. You know what I mean? Yeah, but at least like people buying it or renting I it. I feel like I feel like a lot of people would have waited and rented this. Yeah, but not a big hit. Yeah, that's um, And it, for a movie that's so, like, very clearly corporately thought out, right? Like, this is our next Space Jam. Very, very strange. They got Joe Dante on board as the director. Famous for Gremlins. <laughs> I There's a lot about this movie that I just don't understand. <laughs> It has um, an actually really, really good cinematographer, um, but the movie looks bad. Yeah, it does not look good. The movie's not pretty. But it, it's Dean Cundy who did uh, he did Jurassic Park. He did uh, like a lot of like early Spielberg stuff. He did Back to the Future with Zemeckis. He has lots of good work under his belt. <laughs> like I have a feeling that. There must have been both limitations on the way that, that whatever group was doing the CGI for Bugs and Daffy. And also somebody must have been like, this is a kid's movie. It needs to feel like a kid's movie. Because it does feel like a kid's movie from the time period. Like that's It has the look of this was shot for children. Visually, it looks kind of like a commercial. Yeah, you know? but like all of like my childhood like live action movies kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> like all of the ones I can think back on, they kind of have that look to them. Yeah. It's like way too bright, slightly oversaturated, 
too much grain. Like, where did the grain even come from? It was probably shot digitally, but like, where is this grain from? Um, so, uh, we'll, we'll run through some, some trivia, some goofs, some quotes that it has here on IMDb for it. It says, Brendan Fraser did such a good job doing an, impre- uh, an impersonation of Taz that he was allowed to do the voice instead of Taz's current voice actor, Jim Cummings. Why, though? I don't know. I guess they're just like, fuck you, Jim Cummings. We're going to pay less money. Get someone we already have hired. That's fair. I did think it didn't sound like Taz, though. Yeah, I guess so. Because that is one of the things I... It's the only thing... I, and the thing was, I, I haven't seen enough Looney Tunes to know if that was correct or not. But I was like, that seems... It sounds wrong. Um, but I mean, like anyone can do a good Taz impersonation. It was kind of, you know, like, <laughs> it was like, oh, Brandon Fraser, you're great at that. <laughs> what? Okay. Weird compliment. <laughs> I will say the Tweety Bird voice in Space Jam mm-hmm. is, it's Tweety Bird and Sylvester in Space Jam sounds mm-hmm. so wrong. Yeah, their they voices terrible. Their voices are awful. And in this movie, you mean the new perfect. one, right? No, the old one, the um, original Space Jam. All the voices sounded off in the original. Yeah, I don't know why. They sound so bad. Like I, Tweety Bird is like the only Looney Tunes character that I I watched. It's the only one we had. I watched it on repeat uh-huh. all the time. So in Space Jam, when Tweety Bird came on and didn't sound like Tweety Bird, and then Sylvester came on and didn't look or sound like Sylvester, I was like, this movie fucking sucks. And then I watched this movie and they sound and look great. It's amazing. I, I don't understand why, 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 why did that happen? Um, we got a little goof in here from IMDb. <laughs> no boy. Uh, when traveling into the African bush, the main characters ride on an Asian elephant. Wrong elephant for the, for the area. Wow. I bet that. It's just not realistic anymore. I bet that pulled so many people out of the moment in the theater. Yeah, I I was watching it. uh, That's probably why the box office took As a kid, I was watching it. I go, listen, I can believe these like animated skin suit things, right? I can believe this Austin Powers level villain. Yeah, I can believe that easily. I can believe that there's an Area 51 where they've just got the Daleks roaming around. That's believable. But you mean to tell me that there's an Asian elephant in Africa? So unrealistic. Yeah. Real goof on their part, to be honest. For real. Um, The IMDb quote for this movie was Bugs Bunny Gee, it was really nice of a Walmart to give us these free this free Walmart stuff just for saying Walmart so many times. I loved the Walmart cameo. Oh my god, it's so good. It's so fucking good. I that that move that just ah uh, it made the movie for me. Okay, I was like getting bored. I uh-huh. was like, this is starting to not be there for me. And then they get to the part where they go to the fucking Walmart and they just 
say Walmart <laughs> so many times in a row. And then he says, it, perfect. So fucking good. They also do a, as like a self-referential joke at one point where he says something about the fact like she asks a question. And he goes, I don't know. You're the one writing this. And she goes, what? And he goes, nothing. <laughs> I like the comedy of this movie a lot. It looks bad, though. The movie looks really bad. I don't know if I'd say it looks bad. It's just not good. It's peak Brendan Fraser, though. Yeah. Brendan Fraser's really phrasing it up. I. It's funny for me because I didn't really... Like, Brendan Fraser wasn't, like, a person on my radar mm -hmm. until Doom Patrol. Mm -hmm. And then in Doom Patrol, he's Robot Man and then, of course... Um, other dude, the person who plays his dad. Oh, what's his name? I forget. I've lost. I've lost his name. Uh, he plays the, the other. I've also lost the character's name, so this is unfortunate. But they they play two but characters that hate each other. The point is, Brendan Fraser's back. Yeah, he's back and he's doing shit again. He's in No Sudden Move. He did great in that movie. Playing a gangster, it. playing a mobster. It sounds great. I am so happy that Brendan Fraser is and back. He's, he's got a moment in the spotlight on TikTok. Everyone's, Brendan Fraser. It's like, yeah, yeah, Brendan Fraser. Good I, for him. I am very happy to see Brendan Fraser back because he he does kind of, to me, he's like, uh, I don't know, he's like the epitome of like a dad actor. Well, like he's the kind of guy who you're like, this is the, this is the guy my dad sees in a poster and goes, yes, we have to see this movie. Brendan Fraser is in it. He he also got blacklisted for like calling out sexual assault in Hollywood like before the Me Too movement like back in the day. He just like got canceled for being a good dude. And it's like he deserves to like be back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> good for him. I'm mm. so happy for him. Um he does he does great in this movie. Just like conventional like action star, just kind of dumb. Uh I'm not. I'm not so much into the the Kate Houghton character. No, I I will be honest. I don't. I don't like her character for multiple reasons. Because mm -hmm. like obviously it's writing. Yeah, she's yeah. written really awful, really poorly. But also, <laughs> she just she plays the role in such an obnoxious way. <laughs> Really a Karen. I apologize. I don't think I'm going to be able to cut that kid out entirely. Taz. With <laughs> Brendan Fraser over there doing Taz. <laughs> These kids are so loud. Oh, my gosh. Um. <laughs> they legit worry me sometimes. Um, no, but I was, like, thinking about it, and it's, like, Hollywood only understands how to write couples that hate each other mm -hmm. and it's like a thing that has been happening for a long time obviously but it like, yeah, still just like is nagging, a thing yeah it's still a thing i was watching um superstore uh, I, over the weekend. I won't use any names but there's two characters in there that keep from season one they're like a will they won't they for like oh it's three the worst fucking with, seasons it's the worst with tv shows for three fucking seasons Right? Okay? And they are awful with mm -hmm. each other. 
they are like the epitome of these two people hate each other and Hollywood wants you to think that that means they're going to get together. Mm -hmm. And it's so fucking annoying. And this movie does that with the female character the entire time. And I say the female character because I have completely forgotten her name. Uh, Kate Houghton, VP of comedy, as I, she says. I don't think anybody says her name more than like twice. Um, I remember that line vividly. <laughs> okay, um, but how many times have you seen this movie? <laughs> I've seen this movie a lot. Yeah. The This movie is a fever dream. So like I'll remember things about it and go, did that happen? And I'll go, yeah, that did happen. Like that the whole MacGuffin of this movie is they're trying to turn people into monkeys with a crystal. And we don't even learn that until like the last, what, 15 minutes? Yeah. I love that this movie, I kept going, what is the plot of this movie? And the movie does not tell you until the it's very a, end. It's kind of a spy movie that also has to do with like uh, salary disputes between actors. Um <laughs> And also aliens, I guess. Um, and the moral of the story is to just be okay with the salary that you were given, I yeah. guess? I don't know. Uh, Daffy Duck was trying to rise above his station, um, and he's learned his lesson. He's been put back in his place. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't I, – I didn't – like for the – I was really enjoying the movie – until I realized that I didn't know what the plot was. And then I was mm. like, what the fuck is the plot? And then I spent like 25 minutes trying to figure out what the plot was until they eventually told us. And I was like, oh, cool. Nobody knew what the plot was, not even the characters. It's kind of like a collection of vignettes that they just tied together loosely. You know what I mean? Like there's the part at the beginning on the, this, the studio lot. Right. There's the part at the house. Mm -hmm. There's the part in Las Vegas. Area 51. Then jungle. there's the jungle. Then there's, and there's the space. showdown. Yeah. There's space. There's also like the Acme stuff in between. Yeah. The Acme stuff is really confusing to me because I know it's supposed to be like an Austin Powers reference. Yeah. But it, it, it also just feels like weirdly out of place in a kid's movie. Yeah. The, Even the, from like the perspective of the kid's movies that like I watched growing up that weren't great, this still feels weird to me. Well, also, like, the weird, uh, the strangely chased L.A. showgirls show. <laughs> that was strange. <laughs> I just, I didn't, I, there's a lot in this movie. I mean, not but, L.A., Las Vegas. Yeah, the Las Vegas. I knew what you meant. It's very weird that, that a lot of the stuff they put in this movie. And I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's why it didn't really make great money at the box office but i doubt it it's probably just because people were like what Lo Lo brendan fraser looney tunes who what why i guess that's the the key thing so like they were trying to do space jam right the big thing with that was like michael jordan and everyone like loved michael jordan and i guess people don't like brendan fraser as much as they like michael jordan well i think it's also because like they did those like commercials before space jam i wasn't alive then so they did like these, they did these like Looney Tunes commercials with Michael Jordan. Do you like remember this? No. Oh, okay. This I was is just say. something that I heard. Because you're not that much older than me. No, I wasn't born when Space Jam came out, right? It was like 93. I wasn't born then. I don't know what year it was. I think it was 93. 
Okay. But like, no, it's just that I, I learned this from blank check with Griffin and David. So I don't remember that part. They were talking about how they, they did like these commercials with Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes mm-hmm. and they were so well received that they made a movie based off of those commercials. Oh, yeah, 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 I do remember that now. Right? So people already knew, like, kind of what to expect and that, like, it would go well with it. Uh-huh. Whereas Brendan Fraser, he hasn't, he never did, like, kids' movies. Like, he's not associated with that. Like, the, the things that he's associated with at this time. Are like Mummy. Yeah, are like The Mummy, where it's like, people are probably like, I don't. I don't want to see this movie with Bugs Bunny, and I don't want my kid to see this movie with Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Stay away from my kid, Brendan <laughs> Fraser. <laughs> so I think probably a lot of people just were like, what is this even? Because, you know, it's it's weird. But, like, also, maybe that's for the better, because uh, there's a lot of weird stuff in here, including I wrote down, uh, is this sexual assault at one point? And I'm not oh, sure what with, that's referring to, but I think it's the villain at one point. Yeah, with... Uh... With his, uh, what's her name? With his villain henchman that he's like, we're yeah, we're uh, gonna Diane. Is it Diane? I don't know. Um, I don't even remember the villain's name, honestly. Denise. It starts with a D. <laughs> I should know this. I should know this. Um, I'll find it. I'll find it right now. Not that anyone's like, I gotta know what was her name. Um. Oh, no, it, it doesn't even list her name here. It just says, as Acme VP of Bad Ideas. Because <laughs> that's her position. No. <laughs> Great. I don't think they ever said her position in the movie. Oh, they, they did? They definitely said her name. Oh, wait, no, no, no. It was on a, it was on a plaque. Yeah, it was on a plaque. That's uh, so weird. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot in this movie. It's hard to think of all the things in this movie. <laughs> There's... It's joke dense as a movie, I would say. Yeah, extremely. Sometimes I didn't have time to process the joke before the next joke came in. And, and a lot a of them bit... are said very dry. So like as a kid, I didn't necessarily know this movie was a comedy. I was, just, <laughs> I was like, yeah, this was like a serious action movie. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, that would, I feel like as a kid, I would also have thought this movie was like very serious and intense. Yeah. Because a lot of the jokes... A, are for adults, and B, go by so quickly and so dryly that you blink and don't realize it's a joke. Mm-hmm. Like at the end, like the joke where she says something about wondering how something's going to go, and he's like, I don't know, you're the one writing it. It's said so matter-of-factly, <laughs> and then she goes, what? And he goes, never mind. And they keep going, and there's like a joke right after that. So if you're not paying attention, you're just like, what? Weird. Anyway, <laughs> continuing. But if you take three seconds to realize that this movie is like, this is a movie that's being written. And then at the end, they like cut. And they're on a set filming this movie. And Daffy's like, I got my job back. And we're like, I was like, wait, I'm so confused. Is this the movie or isn't this the movie? It's great. It's so good. I didn't know that something could make me hate. Like, feel more confused than a Charlie Kaufman movie, but here we are. I think we should go through, yeah, it's kind of like an adaptation in its own way. Uh, Or like the movie that you're watching of him adapting a book is, you know, is the adaptation. (laughs) Um, But I think we should go through like briefly 
um, and just kind of hit some key points, some some key things. Okay. Okay. Movie starts off right. Uh, Daffy's not doing well as far as the Looney Tunes, and the Warner Brothers aren't happy about it. I think it's funny that the Warner Brothers are just like two guys that are there. They're just, They're just the the Warner Brothers. They are the Brothers Warner. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I found that very funny. Like in the moment, I was just like, oh, there's two guys. I, it was a mischance to have the Animaniacs, but yeah. Um, so they're like, nah, fuck you, Daffy Duck. We're going to fire you. We just want Bugs Bunny now. It's going to be only Bugs Bunny. As soon as he's gone, though, they're like, we need him back because like, Bugs Bunny not doing well by himself because he's, he's got to play off of other people, right? Right, right, right. Uh, then uh, Daffy Duck's already hanging out with Brendan Fraser, disgraced stuntman. They're going to go. His dad is a spy who's been kidnapped uh, by like ninjas, uh, but he like got a video saying. I feel like I feel like you brushed over the fact that Brendan Fraser is working as a security guard on the Warner Brothers lot as an attempt to work his way up to a stuntman. Yeah, which is a very strange pipeline <laughs> that maybe existed at one point where you're like, yeah, I'm a security guard. Maybe they'll let me do stunts. Uh-huh. I just, it's very hard for me to believe. But he, he has to earn it because he can't get it from his dad. His dad, there's a good line where they go, his dad is a super spy playing an actor, playing a super spy. Wait, I don't know how, how it goes. But that, the point is. That should be right, yeah. I think there's another layer that they say. Um but anyway, the point is that his dad is a spy who's playing an actor uh, playing a spy. Very good. I'm, I think that's a great, a great plot point, that his dad is that. Who, uh, and his dad is played by... I can't believe I've forgotten his name. Um, very, very famous person. Oh, I can't even find it here. Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton, that's right. Yes. <laughs> I don't I don't know why I lost his name. And I the whole time I watched the movie, I was like, I know his name. Why do I not know his name? And then I didn't bother looking it up. So sorry. Who had played James Bond previously. Yes. Yeah. They got James Bond to play us play a spy playing an actor playing a spy. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. It's, I didn't get that as a good, kid. It's a good joke. It's a good joke. It's a great joke even. <laughs> um, but Daffy Duck's fired. Um, there's a lot that I wonder about in this movie. For instance, that like, okay, so Daffy Duck is an actor who plays Daffy Duck, right? Yeah. But like... Tweety Bird and like Sylvester seem to just be like a cat and a bird that like live next door to Brendan Fraser. Yeah. I mean, and Taz is, Taz works for Acme, so. Yeah. Like, how does this work? And so, like, and, they're filming. And Roadrunner and Coyote are just like operatives in the desert for some secret agency. Yeah. So, like, they're filming Looney Tunes, though, on a lot in Los, in Los Angeles. 
But like, so how are some of them like actors? There's like that whole cafe sequence where like the Looney Tunes are all just like eaten there and stuff. There's like bugs and there's like the the frog um, mm-hmm. and there's uh, Porky Pig. There's like yeah. Uh, Shaggy's there. Shaggy's with, there with with his, the live with his action voice Shaggy. actor. Yeah. Uh, wait, no, not his voice actor. It's his. the live action Shaggy. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty good, actually. That was, was pretty good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is good. I'm trying to say that. It's a good movie. I enjoyed this movie. And it's so fucking weird. Okay. So anyway, I don't understand how like the whole like which ones are actors and which ones are just like people, you know, like doing their own things. It, it's a big question. Yeah, it is. It is confusing, but then, like, at the end of the movie, the whole thing was a movie? Yeah. So they're all actors, I guess. Yeah. Because, like, then Brendan Fraser's character, this? Brendan Fraser's character, who is playing Brendan Fraser in this movie. Who's playing Brendan Fraser. Who's playing, playing, he's playing an actor Bre- who Brendan is Fraser, a stuntman Brendan for Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser is playing a stuntman who is playing Brendan Fraser in a movie as the stuntman. I'm so, it's hard to <laughs> I, man, imagine being the stunt man for Looney Tunes back in action. You're like, nah, I'm in that movie more than Brendan Fraser. And then at, the, then at the end of the movie, Brendan Fraser punches himself when the set ends. So then the idea is that Brendan Fraser's character, who's the stunt man for Brendan Fraser, is in this movie more than Brendan Fraser. This movie is mind boggling. <laughs> I told you, it's almost worse than a Charlie Kaufman movie. I I, I stand by that. Um, so, anyway, uh, Brendan Fraser got a, a video call on his TV from his dad uh, saying, you got to go look for the blue monkey. And then Daffy Duck's like, hell yeah, I'm in on this. We're going to go find that blue monkey. And it's, like, picked up by, like, Acme. They want the blue monkey. But then they got to go to Las Vegas. Um, and they, like, dance with, like, a, a showgirl. And he and then they get chased in, like, race cars um, by, by what's his name? Uh, I don't remember. The gun dude. Oh, wait. Um, yeah. Sam. Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam. They get chased by Yosemite Sam in a race car. Um, then uh, Bugs Bunny's on the trail of them with the vice president of comedy for Warner Brothers, Kate Houghton. Um, as you should know if you've seen the movie. He um, so they they so Daffy and Brendan Fraser's character, who I don't remember his name, uh-huh. take. Brendan Fraser's character's dad's car. Mm-hmm. And it's just like an old beat up car. Yeah, it's a pizza car. Right. It's, it's the pizza car. And then the other car comes up from underneath of it, right? It's like a surprise. And then she fucking steals the car. Yeah, she just takes I, it. Why does she do? First of all, she breaks into this actor's home. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why does she think that's okay? She doesn't. Well, she doesn't know he's an actor yet. So she figured it's just like a regular person. She, she can break into his home. 
Sure. Okay. Why not? And then she steals, but then she figures out who it is and she steals his fucking car. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the car shows up and he's just like, what are you doing in my dad's car? So he fucking knew that that car was there and he didn't take it. Um, um, I suppose so. Cause he did. There's no like, whose car is this? He's like, what are you doing in my dad's car? Yeah, I guess he knew. He just underneath. gets in and is like, get the fuck over. I'm driving. Wait, so I guess like he knew that it was underneath there and he was like, we can't take the good one. And he didn't think his dad was a spy, even though he knew the garage like flipped underneath and had a spy car there. And his dad called him on like a video call in what year was this? 2006? Was it 2006? Yeah, his like remote started. It's 2003. Okay, I was going to say three and then I was like, that's too early. Good year. That's the year that uh, the Killers' first album came out, and this and this masterpiece. Um, this movie, yeah. Don't forget. Really this formative things for me come <laughs> happening in two thousand three. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, just, it's, there's a lot of stuff like that. This movie's mind boggling. Can't dwell on it. You just gotta. <laughs> it's for children. They just go, okay, all right. And while I was watching it, I was also just going, okay, all right. This movie makes you into a child. That's what it does. Yeah, it kind of does. We're all children when we watch Looney Tunes back in action. I did feel really bad for Coyote. Yeah. Wiley Coyote deserves better. There. So. I just noticed your socks, David. Mr. Rogers. I see that. And yeah, Mr. Rogers is on my socks. It's kind of creepy, to be honest. Yeah. They looked better before I put them on. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> yeah, they'll just keep staring at you. Um, so, yeah, they got chased into the desert uh, after being in Las Vegas. They got the card, though. The card tells them where the blue monkey is. The yeah, it's the the they got window. It they got it from the spy lady who was undercover as a dancer. Dusty trails, dusty yes. tails, dusty, dusty trails. tails, dusty tails. Um, and it's just like a queen of hearts or something or diamonds. But like you peel it off and it's got yeah. It. But then it it peels off and it's an X ray, which I don't understand. But you know. It, it kind of looks like a Pokemon card, like the, the shiny ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> what if the whole thing was just the dad who's a spy really wanted to get a rare card? <laughs> like, you got to go see my spy friend. You got to go get, get the card. blue monkey. You get there, it's a shiny A-pom. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that rare. Um, <laughs> he's like getting kidnapped by ninjas and stuff for it. They want that card. Uh, anyway, <laughs> they get the card from Las Vegas. They're in the desert now. They go to Walmart. They go to Area 51. Um, go to Area 50. This is where I start losing the thread of it. At this point, it just becomes like, and then they're in, and then they're all of a sudden in Africa. Um, I don't know. There's like a thing with a helicopter and some shit. Oh, yeah. They like take a picture of the map and on the phone, but then like, was it on the phone? It wasn't on the phone. It was on her camera. 
And then, but like Daffy like covers it with his finger and then they lose the phone, but then they get the card back. But then, but then, but then, but then, but then, uh-huh. uh, Eiffel Tower or some shit. Oh, um, wait, they go to the Louvre. Yeah, they're in the Louvre. I, did, I forgot what, about that's that. That's the whole thing I'm talking about. They take a picture of the art in the Louvre. Whatever. Oh, yeah, they got to look at the, they got to look at the thing with the, with the, with the uh, blue monkey card. They made the Mona Lisa too big, by the way. That's way larger than it actually is. And they like ran through art at the Louvre. I forgot about that yeah, part Yeah, it's a whole thing. Oh, and they go into pointillism? <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> yeah, okay, but like why did it affect him differently than it affected them? It was it was fun. <laughs> it's very confusing. And then anyway. they go through the scream. Oh yeah, they go. That one was good. I liked that one. I liked the pointillism one better. I did think the pointillism was funny. I just was also like confused because they all went in, but then only one of them was pointillism when they came out. Um, the Louvre is a good sequence. I forgot about that part. Yeah, yeah. I just, I couldn't, I didn't remember they were in the Louvre. I just remembered they were like in an art museum and then they were at the Eiffel Tower. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then they're like climb up the Eiffel Tower and they're like getting into a hell. I missed a lot of it when I fell asleep at the end there. <laughs> yeah. So uh, David told me that he rewatched this uh, before we started recording. He was telling me that he rewatched this for this, but uh, fell asleep like three times. Yeah, yeah, and then my rental expired, so I never did get to, like, the very end of it, but I figured I'll, I'll just, like, and it happened. I got to a certain point, and then, like, childhood memories came rushing back. I went, I remember the pointillism. Yeah. I remember all of that. Of course you do. Um, that was weird as a kid as well. Um, the scream part scared me. I went, I don't like what's happening to them here. No good. I, that painting scared me as a child, so that's fair. Yeah. Scary painting. Um, but then <laughs> you find out that the chairman of the Acme Corporation is trying to turn the entire world into monkeys later. Yeah, so that he can use them for labor to make products, turn them back into humans, and sell them the products that they made. Yeah, it's a good plan. It's a good plan, I gotta say. And you know, honestly, if that's not what Jeff Bezos is doing with his space money, then I, to, I don't want it. I wonder if he has the blue monkey already. Obviously. Why do you think he's trying to get to space so fucking fast? I would have put it in his satellite. Yeah, he needs it in his satellite, and Invader Zim's not here to help him, so. Did you. Did you call him Invader Zim? Is that not who that is? Melvin the Martian? Oh, is that Melvin the Martian? Yeah. Which one's Invader Zim? Invader Zim's like a, a cartoon, a cartoon network or Disney XD. Uh, wait, is he Melvin the Martian or Marvin the Martian? You know what? I've literally never seen a picture of Invader Zim before. I just thought that. Yeah. I was wrong as well. It is Marvin, um, but I was closer than Invader Zim. Here's the thing. I've never seen a pic. I just looked up Invader Zim. I've never seen a picture of that in my life, and I have always assumed, I've always thought that this was Invader Zim. Well, but like, I will say I got his name wrong, but Marvin is one of the best Looney Tunes, I would say. Okay, cool. But like, like I said before, I only watched Tweety Bird. 
I don't know that there are like just Marvin the Martian cartoons. I haven't seen any personally. But I'll like show up and stuff and I'll always be like, sick, Marvin's here. Well, I would I'd say Melvin. I'd go, Melvin's here. And then everyone would just kind of look at me, but they wouldn't correct me. I, I <laughs> they'd go, all right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, I just, now I feel like my childhood was a lie because I always thought that was in, I thought he was called Invader Zim. No. I hate his voice though. So if that counts you do? Fucking hate it. Oh, it's you goddamn got like awful. A... All right. So bad. I, wa- right. I want to boot him like a fucking football. Wow. Bad. Just because he's an alien? No, because John his voice sucks. hates immigrants. You heard it here first. <sighs> what can I say? You should leave this long bit of silence and just we need to like start doing that like where we'll just like be quiet for like half an hour of it we don't have to do as much work and then it just starts going again <laughs> just to like boost our length you just leave like 20 minutes of silence and then we're like anyway so like i was saying <laughs> we don't have ad breaks we'll just put pauses where they should be and now a message from our sponsors <laughs> we're back that wasn't long enough John listen I'm running out of steam <laughs> I'm running out of steam I, on this episode I feel like we need to wrap this up no no I'm not saying I'm running out of steam on Looney Tunes back in action specifically okay listen I just wanted you to have seen this movie. That's mostly why I asked for us to cover this. Because <laughs> I just wanted like someone else to like have experienced this that I knew. Like I didn't know anyone outside of my family who was like deeply familiar with this movie, you know? Yeah. I don't want to say that you're on the same level as me yet, but like watch it a few more times, John. <laughs> watch it a few more times. I don't think I will end up watching this very many more you times. You don't think it'll be like a, a comfort movie for you? No, I don't think so. But I, I did enjoy it. And I actually some of the like clips and stuff from it are uh. I've like I know and I don't know why I know. But I'm just saying I'm kind of running out of like stuff to say about this movie other than it's weird. It, Go see it. It's definitely weird. Um, but there are other things I want to talk about. Okay. Because like we planned this episode a while ago. We didn't record it until now. Uh and there are like so many things we could have been talking about right now. Like, like, okay. So whenever I'd said it, I was like, oh, it'll kind of like be around the same time as the new Space Jam movie, right? Yeah. yeah. It's not. It's not. Uh, I should have known better. But like there are things we could be talking about right, like, right now. A lot of albums came out just recently. Like Lord's new album, uh, The Killer's new album which is one of my favorite albums at this point. Um, we're not talking about that, though. I haven't listened to either of them. Um, there's new movies out. The Green Knight. The, we talked about that on one of the first episodes of the podcast. That is true. It's like one of the very first episodes where you're like, The Green Knight! And it's finally here. We're not going to talk about that, though. We're going to talk about Looney <laughs> Tunes back in action. <laughs> uh, there, 
there's so much um, that I saw uh, Jungle Cruise. I don't I don't want to want to do a whole episode on Jungle Cruise, but I'm uh, like, this isn't topical, you know? Yeah, I, well, it never would be. I mean, maybe a little bit with Space Jam too, but like, well, we get we get we do get the Brendan Fraser bump. If people are just like googling Brendan Fraser, they're like, oh, he. Put that in the title. Just put Brendan Fraser put back Brendan in action. Fraser back in action. Okay. Fair uh, enough. Because he is back in action now. Yeah. And I, I do truthfully appreciate Brendan Fraser as um, a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I figure like I should, I should just bit for a while because like, I don't know. I don't think we got enough bidding in this episode. <laughs> you know? I mean, this movie was so weird. We didn't really have time to be weirder than it. We can try. <laughs> <laughs> Out weird the Looney Tunes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Give it a go, John. I don't. Um, I have nothing. I'm sorry. I'm not great wow. at being put on the spot. Wow. There's um. You let our you let our fans down. There's pigeons. Um. What? Pigeons. Pigeons. Oh. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to explain that. Okay. Good. Uh, pigeons. 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 Pigeons, everybody. Pigeons. Ooh, maybe that should be how we start introducing the show. We'll just go pigeons. 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 Nice. <laughs> Okay, cool. Cloaca. <laughs> Make that the cold open. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do that. Honestly. Cloaca. Pigeons. What sound do pigeons make? A coo. How? How? Let's go. Coo. <laughs> With guns. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, what if, what if Pigeon... That'd be... Ooh, that'd be a good movie. A Pigeon Coup. <laughs> this is how Spies in Disguise got written. <laughs> That's not true. Somebody, somebody flew the coop on that one. <laughs> no, okay, but... Okay, picture this. Uh, it's like France. Okay. Picturing it. Like around, around the time when all that stuff happened. Okay. Bigot. Blood. That's not a French accent. That's like Russian. Shush. <laughs> Continue, David. John did the French. That's Italian. <laughs> John did the Italian thing hand, the uh, hand thing, said a French word in a Russian accent. <laughs> John's like vaguely heard of other countries and he knows that they like have cultures, but he's not sure like which ones belong to each other. I did, I did take French in high school, okay? I used to know how to do an accent. Oh... Boo! <laughs> that well. What if our French listeners hear this, John? We have French listeners. I don't know. Maybe. I know we have like South Korean listeners. Yeah, yeah. 
What if they're uh, f- uh, French South Korean, like they moved there from France? I was going to try and apologize in a French accent, but now I'm don't, way too self-conscious. Well, no, that's the issue, that you did it in the first place. You need to apologize for having done it. Yeah. Okay, I'll apologize in a Russian accent. But that's what you... And st- okay, but this time ahead. I will know it's Russian. <laughs> I apologize for my insensitive knees. What is this? <laughs> that's nothing. <laughs> um, this, is, this is me making a fool of myself. That's my favorite Taylor Swift song. <laughs> this is me making a... So, because there's a song called This Is Me Trying, and then there's This Is Me Making a Fool of Myself. That's on, like, a later album. <laughs> that hasn't come out yet. That's Taylor's version. Oh, ta- well, no, This Is Me Trying is on, like, one of her, uh, like, a recent one. So, like, it was already Taylor's version. Because, like, you know? Because mm. mm-hmm. it wasn't with, like, Scooter Braun or whatever. For such, for being such like a shitty person, being named Scooter like Scooter's like a like a cool dude. Because like there's that Muppet Scooter, like the intern one. There's a Muppet Scooter. Yeah, I never watched the Muppets, so I don't. He's the know. one that looks like Jack Antonoff. You, you know, he like wears like the the bomber jacks and he has the glasses. And he's orange. Oh yes, I do know who you're talking about. Actually, yeah, yeah. So. Um, so like Scooter, like that's, you can't be, you can't be a bad dude named Scooter messing up Scooter for everyone else. I don't know. I feel like the, the picture I have of a Scooter is kind of like, kind of a douche. Cause I didn't think of the Muppet immediately. Well, I think of the Muppet, I think of like scooters, like Razor scooters, you know? Okay. But I'm picturing like a businessman in a suit. Riding a scooter. What? Why? Scooter brawn. Oh, is he buff? He brawn. <laughs> what? Brawn. Well, okay, but scooter brawn. Just a buff scooter. Like a razor scooter that's done some steroids. <laughs> now I'm picturing just the torso of a man on a scooter bike. <laughs> Oh, like a centaur, like but a centaur, <laughs> but it's a scooter. Yeah, and he's T-posing for the handlebars. Yeah, you just kind of hold on to his arms. <laughs> That'd be cool. Okay, you're right. It's pretty cool. It's a good name. That'd be a good tattoo. <laughs> that would be a really fucking weird tattoo. But yeah, like imagine like going into the shop and be like, "Hey, dude, can you like draw this up for me?" <laughs> and then just like, okay, so it's a razor scooter. But then it turns into a buff dude. <laughs> For like the handlebars. It's it's good. You should get that one. No, thank you, but but thank you. Well Um I don't I don't think my boyfriend would appreciate seeing that on my body. Why not? Why I don't I don't understand. Why not? Emilio, uh, uh, call in. <laughs> call, call in live on the podcast now. 
Uh, I'm waiting. I mean, if he's like, yes, absolutely, you need this. Yeah. Ooh, I, I hope, I hope, yes. I don't think he Emilio, will come through. Please. <laughs> Honestly, it sounds like a bad idea to me, but. But if, if we outvote you, you don't get a say. That's how tattoos work. You have to get them if people tell you to. Well, only, only if he outvotes me. So, I, I, do I have no voice in this democracy? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Fine. You get taxation without representation? Without a, a Boston Tea Party. What, what the fuck am I taxing you, David? I don't know. The emotional toll of having these conversations <laughs> yeah. with me. Yeah. This is taxing. <laughs> uh, now I'm going to like go start a country... And fucking screw it up. Cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sing a song about it. I don't know. I was trying to make a Hamilton. Reference. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. A, a, a song about it. <clears throat> Short song. I, yeah. It was that. Thank you. Oh, I thought you were gonna. Oh, wait, were you gonna keep going? Did I cut you off? No, I didn't know what to do next. So. I think you're going to keep going. I probably would have. I missed out. <laughs> it's, it's like too late like, now. Uh, it's like that rule that like interviewers have where like you ask a question and then like once they answer, you like don't like say anything so that they say more, you know? It's like that. I should I should have known. I'm an amateur. Um, I don't know, John. What, are, what have you been up to? What have you been listening to? Watching? Uh, I mean, I watched Superstore a little bit over the weekend, which is, it's okay. I didn't particularly care for it, but like, it was funny. I, guess. Um, I haven't really seen any of the newer movies coming out or listened to any of the albums. I've mostly been consuming my media through TikTok. Um, you that, saw The Green Knight with me? I did. I saw The Green Knight with you. I saw Zola with you. Those are probably the last two movies I saw in theaters. Oh, I guess I saw Free Guy with you. As well, yeah, which Ooh, I like. Free guy, I didn't. And I know, I know you didn't, but I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it wasn't like great, but it, it, it felt very like Space Jam Legacy to me. You know, Just I didn't, more I didn't see the new Space Jam, but yeah, it did feel that same vein of things for sure. But you know, I, I don't know. I enjoy Ryan Reynolds. I think he's nah, entertaining he, at best. Nah, he just he just seems like unpleasant. Anytime I see him, I go, ugh. I, I, I understand that reaction. I just think when I'm in a mood where I can tolerate his type of entertainment, I do find him slightly entertaining. Um, anytime like I'm watching a movie with Ryan Reynolds, I'm just kind of disappointed that it isn't Ryan Gosling. You know? I guess. Because like Ryan Gosling... <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anything Ryan Gosling in that I would have considered comedy. Oh well, well, no. I just, I'm just saying, like as an actor, I like Ryan Gosling better than Ryan Reynolds, and the similar names look similar. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I look at him and go, he looks kind of like Ryan Gosling, but I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Uh, I feel like he's slowly. He's becoming so popular that he's slowly going to start to become unpopular in the way that Mark Wahlberg kind of yeah. did his 
thing, you know? Yeah, people like remember Green Lantern and stuff, and they'll go, like, oh, wait a second. Yeah. They'll remember like a weird Deadpool. Yeah. He's he's becoming a lot like Mark Wahlberg to me in a lot of ways, except Mark Wahlberg's a little bit more problematic uh, in some ways. But he but he made that movie recently. Who? Mark Wahlberg. He made that movie. What what movie? The one that looks like the Matt Damon movie. They have the same poster. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I but saw he, that. But movie. he made that movie. So Spencer like, Confidential. I saw that movie. No, different movie. A different movie. No, yeah, that movie was a while ago. That was the one with like Post Malone in it. Oh, yeah. you saw that? I did see that. Yeah, I watched How's it. Was that? Oh, it was awful. It was terrible. <laughs> Interesting. It looked bad. It was. It was really bad. It was not good at all. But it was a lot of fun to make fun of. Ooh, should we do an episode on Spencer Confidential? Oh, God, I don't want to watch it again. Okay, uh, we don't have to. Should we decide now what our next episode will be? Should we do that on air? I mean, if you want to. Uh, I've been picking a lot. Okay, you pick one. Uh, I was no, talking about you. Okay, it. guys, welcome back. We're going to do Infinity Train. Yeah. I almost said Infinity War. I don't like that movie. Wait, no, I don't like Endgame. Infinity. Infinity War was fine. I remember hating both of them and then deciding that one was better than the other. Endgame sucked. But I remember thinking Endgame was better because Infinity War is really fucking boring. Oh, no. Endgame is more boring because they've got that entire sequence for like the first third of the movie where like nothing's happening where it like at all it's just like let's hang out with hawkeye no i don't want to hang out why and like they they made ronin lame as fuck yeah they did make ronin really lame i look this is not what we were going to be talking about but since we are i preferred endgame because there was a lot more just here's a character that you know mm-hmm. i do have a little bit of time with them. And I was like, I like that because I would rather see these characters on their own than see the plot of this movie. So we got like, we got Professor Hulk for like 15 minutes and I was like, cool. I enjoyed that. It didn't do any character in that movie justice. That entire movie, which was just like fan service, right? Like as all of these movies are, but like it didn't do anything good with any of the characters at all. Like it just mistreated its own like things that it set up. So like there, okay. There's that entire like two movies setting up Star-Lord and Gamora, right? As a couple. Yeah. And then. Oh no, I agree. That sucks. Star, Gamora's dead. And then Star-Lord sees her and then she just like kind of like kicks him. I think it was what it was. And that's not like emotionally devastating to him. <laughs> like, right? Like, so you set up that and then you're just like, ah, it's a, like a fun joke now, right? <laughs> it's just like things like that throughout where it's like, what if we did this? And it's like, no, but like that doesn't ring true to anything that you've made. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Infinity War to me felt like like a really long trailer for Endgame. But then and okay, so I like the trailer better than the thing because like I get there and I'm like, this is bad. <laughs> it was like I watched the trailer and it looked okay, and then when I get there, I go, I hate this. <laughs> We're not gonna start an Endgame uh, rant an hour and thirteen minutes into the podcast. Why not? 
because we haven't even rated Looney Tunes back in action. We're, we'll get there. There's still a Looney Tunes episode. <laughs> Looney Tunes better. Looney Tunes back in action is better than Endgame. Oh no, I agree with you there. Lot. Oh, oh thank goodness. I agree with you there. I probably should like go adjust my ratings so that it's actually like above. I think right now they're probably tied. Um, my yeah, it's it's way off. Looney Tunes back in action are rated way too low. I honestly, I think I have just been rating things way too high for like forever. Yeah. Because I'll see things and go, I gave, I gave that three stars. I guess that makes sense. And then I'll see something else and I go, I gave that three stars. I'm like, well, that would make sense. Except for that this was also three stars and this is way worse. None of my uh, ratings on Letterboxd are proportional to each other. Okay. But I, I stand by the fact Thor 1 and 2. Are half star movies. Bad movies. Fucking half a star. Bad movies. So fucking bad. I heard someone be like, oh, but the third one isn't true to the Thor movie's original like intent and quality. Fuck you. It's better. It's so much better. Fuck you. The first two Thor movies suck ass. I think the first one is the worst Marvel movie. I un- I hate the second one so much more than the first one. No, the first one's worse. The second one's so fucking boring. It's, I've seen it like four times because my sister-in-law used to watch it endlessly when, but, I, okay, when she lived on. with us. And it, I, oh, oh but like, okay, so fucking boring. At least, at least there's like stuff happening. What's you know? happening? There's like, uh, dark what's her elves face? What's her face is dying. Natalie like she does Portman. in star Wars. Uh, and then there's, uh, Loki's like having a coup as well. And then there's like that ether or whatever, but like, and the first one is just like, oh, so we're just like chilling in this town. And like, it's not even like in an interesting way where it's like, what if it's a superhero just like chilled in this town? It's like, in like okay, a, the second one, the second one has better parts to it. Right. It's yeah. got like the ice kingdom stuff or whatever. And yeah. it's got like the, the, it's um, got the random like rock monster dude in that one I at least scene. like remember it and like they have the showdown and and Loki sacrifices himself or whatever right okay it's got those parts but those are like those are like 15 second clips and the first and one the has rest nothing of the movie is so fucking boring the, the first, first movie, one has nothing the first movie has hawkeye who cares? Nobody. I but don't it, like he's there. Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. It's like, oh, cool. You screwed up a character that I like. I don't care. I don't know. The first movie's like, I don't know, at least not boring as much. Like, it's boring. They're not both that boring. boring. <laughs> They're both very boring movies. They're, they're so fucking boring. Oh, my God. Um, when the first Thor movie came out, I had a friend ranting to me about how wonderful it was. Um, it's got what's her name? Uh, Darcy. Who? <laughs> like the the one who, who she's back in Wandavision. I didn't see Wandavision. Oh, I don't um, have Disney Plus. I haven't watched any of the Disney Plus shows. I haven't watched. I haven't finished uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I haven't started Loki. I'm Loki's, back. At- Loki's the only one that I've been interested in watching. Yeah, and I. I refuse to support Disney Plus. I'm so fucking sick of all of these streaming services. Oh, I, I just like I'm I'm not I'm not paying for it. I'm in someone else's account. I know, but I'm just and I could have had the login because yeah. someone would have shared it with me, but I was like, I don't care that much. So But like I'm back in the weeds on the Marvel stuff, to be honest. Like I guess I'm gonna watch them all. Don't 
Don't watch them because then I'll have to watch them so that we can talk about them. No, but the th- okay, but I also am gonna have to watch Eternals. I, so I had a Eternals. It looks good. I'm gonna. That's I have to watch Eternals. It's unfortunate, but it's true. I have to. That one looks good. And I have to watch Spider Man because fucking Spider Man. Yeah. That one looks okay. So fucking bad. Those I'm so. Uh, uh, Shang Chi doesn't look good. That looks so bad. I was like, I saw that and I was like, yeah, I'm done with Marvel. And then the Eternals trailer dropped and I was like, fuck. And it's Chloe Zhao. <laughs> Best Best Director, Chloe Zhao. Academy Award for Best Picture, Chloe Zhao. Best Writer, Chloe Zhao. <laughs> uh, Marvel, why did you do this to me? Um, but And then they've got all-star cast, Kamel Nanjiani, Barry Keown. And it's just like, like it looks so, it looks like it a, looks really a good. Terrence Malick uh, it looks as really like good. Marvel movie. I'm like... <laughs> Eternals looks really good. The Spider-Man movie looked really stupid to me. I don't know if you saw the trailer for. I it. did see the trailer. Yeah, people are excited about it. Um, see that? So to me, it. it looks like a trailer for the Doctor Strange movie, which we already know is called Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. So obviously, he opens up the multiverse in the Spider-Man movie. Uh. Uh-huh. Right. So that's not going to get resolved until the Doctor Strange movie. Clearly. Oh, and that's the one that's directed by Sam Raimi. Yeah. Is the Spider-Man as well? Uh, no, I think it's still John Watts. Okay. Um, huh. Yeah, I don't know. It looks fine. Um, Homecoming is my favorite Marvel movie. Um, like, not including, like, Spider-Verse, obviously. Um, and then Far From Home was bad. Far From Home sucked ass. Uh, I didn't really, I didn't feel strongly about Homecoming. So I kind of felt the same way I did about Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman movie with Homecoming, where I was like, okay, I see the intent. I feel like you did a good job trying to set up the character. Now let's see where this goes. And then it went nowhere. And I was like, fuck. The reason I like that movie so much is solely Michael Keaton slays as uh vulture. He's so good. He he murdered that role. I mean he's pretty good. I people were talking about how good of a villain he was after that and I just didn't understand because I don't particularly he's, I didn't remember that he was the villain. I kind of forgot that there was a villain in that movie. He was honest. the I I'd say the best of the Marvel villains. I really, really love the third Thor movie. Um, but like, there's not. Oh well, Hela, I guess. But I, well, no, I'm saying I, I like that movie a lot as well. I'd say it's probably my second um, of the Marvel. But like, I don't even think Kate Blanchett did a good job. Like, no, like. And I really, really like the first Guardians movie um, because it doesn't feel like it's in the Marvel universe. Yeah, that movie's good. Like, it doesn't feel like... I know it is, like, very Marvel, but it doesn't feel very Marvel. Uh-huh. And then, like, the second one... The second one has better moments, but it's a very Marvel movie. Um, I would say the tension of that scene in the car in Spider-Man Homecoming... Yeah. ...where Falcon is driving him to, like, prom or... or homecoming. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Vulture. Sorry. Um 
not Falcon. It's just one of the <laughs> other Avengers. <laughs> um, it would have been happy. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think that's better than anything that Marvel has done in any of the other, their other movies because it felt like that there are actual stakes. I don't think that they achieve that in any other movie. My favorite sequence in any of the live action Marvel movies is from uh, Far From Home mm -hmm. because that sequence where he's like, it's a fully animated sequence mm -hmm. where he's trying to catch um, Mysterio. Mysterio and then he like backs him up over into the, like, the train or whatever. Mm -hmm. That whole sequence is so well done from just like a CGI animation standpoint. It's mm. entirely computer animated from what I can tell. And it's beautifully done. Like if you're trying to do live action, like superheroes, that is what you need to be doing for those like crazy types of scenes. You need to have it be cohesive and like beautiful and like comic. Mm -hmm like that and then it's really good the plot of that movie sucks ass something i've noticed recently like thinking back on a lot of marvel movies is marvel movies waste good actors left and right like uh sam rockwell's in iron man 2 in like a nothing role just like and he's not good at it i was like what's going on you got oh, sam rockwell do better too. Yeah. Damn. I remember. Okay, so I didn't see any of the Iron Man movies until like mm -hmm. two years ago, maybe? Mm -hmm. After Endgame, mm -hmm. I went back and watched them because I was like, clearly I'm missing something about Iron Man mm -hmm. that everyone loves him so much for some mm -hmm. reason. So I went back and watched them. I didn't watch Iron Man 3. Mm -hmm. I still haven't seen it. I don't care. Ben Kingsley is pretty good in that. I just didn't care. I saw Iron Man, the first Iron Man, and went, nah. And then I went back and watched Iron Man 2, and I was like, this is surprisingly actually a pretty fun movie. I don't remember anything from that movie. What the fuck is the plot of Iron Man 2? Um, there's like... Uh, I know Iron War Machine's in it. War Machine's in it. Uh, and it's not the same War Machine from the first one. Yeah, that's when they got uh, Don Cheadle. Um they were like making these suits and then uh whiplash uh, was in it oh yeah um and they were like trying to get to control them and then at the end they were controlling all these suits that they'd stolen from like stark like they took the plans like a different company made them and then they were like uh showing them off at a tech convention and they like unleashed them on everyone um to attack a bunch of people because he was jealous. Uh, wait, no, he was mad at Tony Stark from like a long time ago. It was like someone that he'd like wronged um, and he was like back to like try and ruin his life. God, I don't remember any of this. Um, and Sam Rockwell was in it for no reason. Like it was like- what? I remember Sam Rockwell being in it. Yeah, there was that. Um, they gave Robert Redford just the most boring role imaginable and- Captain America Winter Soldier, like, you're the chairman. It's like, oh, okay. You made Robert Redford the chairman? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Oh, that movie's actually pretty good. 
But you know what? I've only seen it once and I saw it in theaters. And when I saw it in theaters, I was like, that movie's really violent. And I just really didn't like it. And I felt like it was too violent and they really shouldn't be so violent in movies these days. Cause that was a long time ago that I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> and now I, I look at it and I go, that movie's probably a lot better than I gave it credit for. I think even over the course of this podcast, you and I have changed a lot. <laughs> like very recently. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, <sighs> the first, anyway, the first Avenger sex. Yeah. For, anyway, uh, I'd give Looney Tunes back in action a <laughs> two, two stars. Go watch it. I I also give it a two. Oh wait, do we need to re-explain our rating? Like, go, Probably they, not. That means that it was a perfect score. It's Looney a four. <laughs> Looney Tunes back in action. Perfect score. You absolutely have to see it. Go stop what you're doing and watch it right now. It's not on streaming anymore. They took it off HBO. Go, Go fucking rent it. rent it on YouTube or wherever. Yeah. Perfect score. Absolutely. Masterpiece. Good job, Joe Dante. Congrats, Brendan Fraser, on your big comeback. Um, I'm so excited to we see We welcome you movies. with open hands and open hearts. Yeah, it's like um, for a while it's like you think about actors – who have like passed away and stuff. And you're like, I wonder what they would have done, but it's like getting one back, you know, it's yeah. like, I can't wait to see him in more stuff. It's like, man, can't believe that he just showed back up, you know? Yeah. But here he is. Welcome back, Brendan Fraser. That's the, you know what? That's the only time if you, if on TikTok, the sound, here comes the boy, which is, it's only for cats. Well, but in my opinion, dogs. it will also it, we we also accept Brendan Fraser. Yeah, you I may don't, use that sound with Brendan. I, I like, give you my blessing to use that with Brendan Fraser. I don't like that sound except for the one uh, when it's like, the Gremlin one. Uh, yeah, where it's like the the like Here weird voice. Here comes the boy. Hello, boy. <laughs> I like that Welcome, one. boy. That one's good. Here he comes. Here he goes. There he is. I like that one a lot. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that guy. <laughs> I like that one too. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for listening. This is a weird episode because, <laughs> like, I artificially like I was like, this needs to be longer. <laughs> so now we have about 20 minutes rant of. Uh, <laughs> of Marvel, but you know what? It's like what the beginning get. of the podcast. It's like when we were just like just know. random about random shit. Whatever. Yeah, yeah you know. Welcome. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I guess if you if you made it. Honestly, if you've been listening to this podcast past like three episodes, you're a bigger fan than I am. <sighs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> if I didn't have to edit these, I wouldn't listen to them. So. <laughs> Wow, rude, John. You don't like hearing my voice? No, actually, I think these are really funny when I listen to them, but I just really hate listening to my own. I don't voice. know about this one. I don't. I don't. I think I don't think I did very well on this. One. <laughs> I I always think we're not as funny until I listen back to it, and then I'm laughing. So I think this one's. I think this one. I'm not very funny. La- I think last week, not last week, but you know, last, last episode. One, yeah, I think I was killing it. <laughs> I don't even remember what we talked about now. I, I don't know. I just remember leaving and go, I was really funny today. <laughs> That's what I do at the end of all my days. I just go, was I funny today? Yeah. It's my burden. Anyway. Uh, bye. We are really bad at ending this podcast. <laughs>